Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. In 2022, we're finally back and we're talking about No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. And who's we? Well, there's me, JB, and he's not a dragon. He's one half of <laughs> Tell Me Again. He's Peter Jones. Hello. Hello. And the reason this has taken so long, by the way, you might be thinking, No Way Home came out a while ago. <laughs> well, we've been not allowed out of home. Stuck at home. <laughs> confined to home. Because you... We went to see it on the day it came out. Yeah. This isn't we're gonna not talk spoilers yet, don't worry folks. We um went to see it the day it came out. Um night, by the way, thank you for picking up them tickets. Not a problem. Considering I wouldn't mind that there was tickets going on sale for like thousands of pounds <laughs> and it was hard to get apparently. People messaged me going, You'll never get tickets. You went, I'm just gonna get six tickets and you got them. <laughs> and got six tickets yeah, of a yeah. row of seats. For a fiver each. <laughs> yeah, for a fiver each. It was fucking that, you know, just know where to shop people. Um, but we went to see it and then we were like, right, we will sort it out soon because it's Christmas and we had a gig and stuff like mm. that. And then when did you get test positive? Christmas Day. Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, so, well, really? Well, we, we did our, our gig on the Wednesday. Yeah. And then I started feeling unwell. I started with me cough on Thursday. Mm. So on Friday, which was Christmas Eve, went for my test. Uh, Christmas Day, the Saturday, I got a text saying that you're positive. Oh, fucking so, hell. So, yeah, Christmas Day. And then I, because the, they've changed the rules, haven't they? If you test negative after seven days, then you can go out again. But I continue to test positive all 10 days. All 10 days. Yeah, yeah. So, you test positive for all 10 days. So, that restricts you to, like, obviously, then the, the fourth. It was, it was the third or the, the fourth. Third or fourth. So, that's why it took to them. But then, New Year's Day, I woke up <laughs> and I felt like shit. And not because I'd had beer, although that's what I was accused of. But once I pointed out to Eve, look how many beers are still in the fridge. And you know me, I'm not that bad. Uh, yeah, I tested positive and I only got out on the ninth. So. Really? Yeah, we have literally come to Freshly do this out. as early as we can, so it is has been a bit weird. If you've been wondering why we've not done anything, that's why. Don't worry, we're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> so, anyway, that's us just clearing the air. We are now going to go into Spider-Man, No Way Home, spoiler talk. That's your warning. Don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk and don't forget to email, email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Hit the music. So, Pete, although we try and avoid talking about the films after we've seen them, yeah. until we get to do this, I mean, it's been so long, I think I do know what your opinion of this film is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home, initial thoughts? I loved it so much. <laughs> you did. Oh, did you, were you, were you looking my way? At all I mean, I wasn't looking, no, I didn't look, because I was looking at the screen. <laughs> at the I was looking at the screen, but trust me. Becca told me, your, <laughs> his partner told me that. Well, didn't you say that you wanted to give the ring that you had given Becca to the film to instead? To the film, yes. 
<laughs> I wanted to unpropose to Becca and propose to the film. I mean, or John Watts. Is it John Watts? Is he the director? Yeah, he's done yeah. all three, I think. He's done the whole home trilogy. Uh, yeah, I loved it so much. So, like, it starts. It, the, the, the bit where I was like, I'm so in love with this was when Daredevil shows up. Um, have you done your spoiler? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. No, yeah. Daredevil's in it. Well, Daredevil's not in it. But when Matt Murdock shows up mm-hmm. as, as the attorney and you hear his voice and everyone in the cinema was like, <gasps> and then he shows up on screen and it's like, oh my God, there he is. <laughs> and I have a big grin on my face and he's a really good lawyer and he catches the brick and it's amazing. Yeah, because he's a really good lawyer. Because he's a really good lawyer. Uh, I love how that's become a meme already, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, but like the bit that fully, fully cemented it is maybe my favourite film ever. Just, but just out, out of like fan, completely not of like fanboyness mm. was when uh, Ned opens the portal and it's there's it a Spider Man, but he's very clearly not Tom Holland. It's very clearly Andrew Garfield because he's dead lanky. Yeah, I didn't see that he's happening. So lanky. That was a really good way to introduce him. Um, and I, t- I like I'd, I'd said to Becca uh, for for a long time up until the film, um, like obviously they're going to be in it. Obviously they're going to be in it. There's loads loads of talk about how they're going to be in it and like. Tom Holland and everyone's been denying that mm. the Spider-Man from the previous franchise is going to be in it. But I was like, they're going to be in it because all the bad guys are in it. You're not going to put all the bad guys in it and, and not, not put, put the Spider-Man in. Yeah. And Becca was like, yeah, but you need, what What if they're not? And I was like, no, but they are. <laughs> but what if they're not? But they are. And I sent her the meme of um, oh, is co- it Captain... Captain America. Yeah, yeah, but because I don't know what... We... I don't know what I'm going to do if they're not. <laughs> if they're not, yeah. <laughs> I know the Spider-Man are going to be in it because I don't know what I'm going to do if they're not. Uh, but yeah, when when uh, Andrew Garfield appeared and it was beautiful, I grabbed Becca's arm and I bit it. Like I, I put it in my mouth, I put it in my mouth and did a little bite, just like Elvis said, gave you little bites to say hi to you on the way in. <laughs> and I, I had the biggest grin on my face for the next hour of the film, just with all the spider banter going on. I was so happy, so happy. <laughs> I mean, I've ruminated on the film a little bit since, but at the mm. time. I was so, so happy. I mean, this is quite an interesting take that we're going to have because I feel like if you've listened to any spoiler reviews, they will have been probably instantaneous. Mm-hmm. And like you've, like you've just said, now we've had time to sit on it. I have seen people pointing out, well, this, and there was this, and there was this. And I'll get to that in a minute. My personal initial thoughts are very much the same as you. I went in with my Daredevil shirt <laughs> you on. You did. you like, I'm here for this. I'm here, and I was like, and I was the same. I was like, because if he's not in this, I don't know what <laughs> I'm going to do. And it, the, the, the odds of him being in was so much lower. Like, mm. But as soon as I saw the cane, I think I audibly next to Hagrid went, ah! <laughs> like, oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> and then the fact he caught the brick was like, oh my God, he's got the powers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it is. It's. It was really fast paced, and I was. I was unsure. I think up until that bit because it just jumps in straight at for where far from home ends, and it's just bang, bang, bang. Scene. This reaction. This catastrophe. This, and I was really worried. Like, oh my god, they're trying to fit. It's a two and a half hour film, and they're already trying to squeeze so much in. Mm-hmm. I got worried, and then it just. It is like Matt Murdock came in the room and everyone chill. <laughs> I've got this, and from that point on, I'm not saying it, they took the foot off the gas, but it it's it became became about enjoying the moments more. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely, I definitely love this film. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't even know how to approach this really because there's there's so I think we should just go straight into it. Oh, the, oh, the Spider Man. Oh, ah. 
the fact, I mean, I didn't know what... I love how they were introduced. Mm. I loved that he just asked for Peter. I didn't see that happening. Yeah. I thought, bring, show me Peter Parker or tell me to Peter Parker. I had no idea. Yeah. And then as soon as you said, you see that, fuck off. Yeah. And it's like, this uh, This isn't uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man. This yeah. is, it's a different suit. He's lanky. And then, different suit, because so I feel bad on Andrew I feel a little bad on Andrew Garfield mm. because at the, he's a support act yeah. for the big boy, Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So when the because our, our audience cheered, I don't know if people yeah. at home their audience cheered when Andrew Garfield came and he has a whole thing, a whole scene which is great, which we'll go into in a minute. But when he goes, right, let me try again. Well, you know what's going to happen yeah, yeah, now, yeah. and we were all like, Toby, Toby, <laughs> Toby, and it just comes in like, okay, it's, it's such an understated entrance for Toby because you know what's going to happen by that point because you've had the Andrew Garfield reveal. Mm. you know that Toby's going to be in it. So they don't fuck about with having him in the suit no. and like running at the, like running through the portal. And then it, they recognize that it's not him while he's still got the mask on. Mm. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. He takes the mask off. I don't know. I've just mind that. No one can see it. <laughs> it takes the, it takes the mask off and it's Andrew Garfield. And like, it's a big reveal with the, the Toby it is just right. Okay. Let's open it up again. And it's just this dude in a brown jacket he walks through and he does that really understated Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I think he does to to uh, to Mary Jane outside the Science Museum at the start. And he just waves. Um, yeah. And, uh, he ju- yes. and he's just like, oh, the portal's shut now. Oh, like that. <laughs> um, I hope you don't mind me being here. <laughs> and I just, I do that. From that point onwards, the movie takes, well, I don't know. It's hard to say. It takes a different turn because it's, it's actually, this movie takes a lot of turns. It, it's really. I saw someone make a really good point that this is a dark film mm. because of what happens in it. But then yeah. I saw someone put, "It's not a dark film. This is what the comics have always been about. It's just that they're now getting the serious, the actual storylines, and not silly, silly campy stories anymore. It's not a dark film. It's a film with superheroes in, which is what comics, you know." Comics are yeah. just stories with superheroes. They don't always have to be campy. And I feel like this film, even though you had the ha- happiest moments, <laughs> like all three spies and then all the banter between them, mm-hmm. was dark as fuck. And I think we needed all the Spider-Men in to get through it ourselves. because yeah, it was it was really sad when Aunt May died. I couldn't... It was really sad. I like I, I got a heavy jaw. You know, like when, when you, you get that emotional, you get the heavy jaw. I got that, <laughs> like, when when Aunt May was down and like have you said to me or someone else said to me as soon as she said you can tell that she's hurt but it hasn't done the big dramatic reveal that she's like really really wounded and she does it with great power comes great responsibility and it's like fuck off May you're gonna die now now that you've said that line everyone else that said that (laughs) I I, as soon as I saw the goblin board kind of like Gobby's board rise I just I think I whispered to Hagrid or Eve I went they're gonna kill Aunt May, and because I'm the, I was like, there's no way that you don't pull that, don't show that card, and don't pull the trigger because that's yeah. like, no, then I'm not gonna believe anything that happened in the film. film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then when she was okay and acting alright, I was like, oh my, oh my god, they are, they are gonna be, oh, it's fine. And then no, when she collapsed, I was like, you bastards, you just, <laughs> you calmed me down and made me think, taking on this emotional journey, and yeah, Aunt May, and I feel like I'm so annoyed. I've got written in my diary blog ideas and one of my blog ideas i'll post it on instagram was i wrote back in like april why we need to kill aunt may i thought about killing aunt may 
a full while to give Tom Holland Spider Man the the, the origin story. Yeah, because his. we don't we don't I haven't seen Uncle Ben, and I also meant it. But I meant it on two ways. I feel like it should have be something that's maybe done in the comics. Because I just feel like Aunt May just holds holds him back now, or he needs to. <laughs> push him to the next level of where Peter Parker's going. We've got Miles for the young one. Let's get, let's take Peter Parker to the next step take in the comics. Take his off him. Yeah, just, he, he's got to now finally be Spider-Man. But anyway, that's a that's a whole different topic. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like it's, it's so hard to know where to come from this because there's so many moving parts. Do you think that just having all the Spider-Men in has overshadowed other parts of the film or do you think it's carried the film like when it's it's so for me when i just said that then i feel like people are forgetting these moments aunt may yeah. dying fucking goblin for the goblin going all elite wrestling and power bombing <laughs> like, i was watching this going i'm like at home watching wrestling right now the moves he was doing were on Peter with brutal. Have you seen the behind the scenes, by the way? No, I've not. So you know when he like power bombs him through like three floors. Mm. That's three floors that that person was power bombed through. They made three really? separate floors, and then they got the guy and they threw him down, and he went through three floors because they were like, "That's how it's got to look. Mm. It's got to look like you go through all three. You've got that. You've got the fact that when he finds out that they are, you know, they're all gonna die or they could die." Um, Goes on this complete journey of bullets fixing. Yeah, instead, and that's and that's the hero in a minute. Like that, mm. that's his hero's journey. Instead of being like what uh, Doctor Strange says, which is their fate is to die by Spider Man's hand. Mm. That's just nothing you can do about it. He's like, no, no, I can, I can do something about it. At least it. try. Yeah, yeah, I can at least try to fix them, and he does. Which, well, but by the end of the film, he has fixed them all, fixed them all, unvillained mm. them all. Um, which is lovely, but he doesn't get any reward. He just gets everyone forget about him. Everyone forget about him, and it killed his aunt. And it killed his aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I think, from, from your question, I think this will always be the film that brings all three Spider-Men together. That's what everyone's going to remember from it. Mm. For, for better or for worse, however you want to take that, whether you think that that's a really good thing or whether you think it overshadows the actual plot of the actual film, it will just be remembered as the film that has all three Spider-Men in it. No, yeah, I feel um, that's what I'm trying to get more into in this because I feel like there's a lot more to this film than that's why I went straight in all three Spider-Man. Let's talk about yeah, them. Let's get out of the I way. mean, we all know that this the banter was great. The whole thing about yeah. oh, I, I hurt my back, so I need to crack it. The um, <laughs> you're uh, amazing. You're amazing. That line the, the, is brilliant. The, it was the whole the whole build up to it where they're just having the banter and it's like, um, do, does Andrew Garfield ask you've ever thought what's the coolest thing you've ever thought? And then Toby's like, I thought a black alien, I thought a black goo alien monster, or whatever. And then uh, Tom Holland's like, Yeah, I thought a, a purple alien on Earth and in space. And Andy's just like, Oh, I just fought a guy in a re- in a rhino outfit. I'm lame. <laughs> you're amazing. Yeah. You're amazing. Say it. You're amazing. It's lovely. It is lovely. And Andrew Andrew Garfield probably acted the 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 best that he's ever acted as as Spider-Man. I've not seen much of him in anything else, but as Spider-Man, he was, he was just lovely and it's, it's made me want an, an Amazing Spider-Man 3. That's what's been the most interesting about this. The amount of people who now want Amazing Spider-Man mm. 3, who before this, I was one of them, couldn't have given mm. a shit. I said in your, in the, in the, uh, the, the pre- The preamble. Thing, the, the preamble, that, that the Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2, I don't really, I don't super enjoy them as films, but the last sort of 10 minutes of the Amazing Spider-Man 2, Mm. Made me want an Amazing Spider-Man three. You know when he's just 
dicking about. It's the most comic booky. She's the big fucking stupid rhino. Scene. Yeah. Like it's so comic booky and so silly, and the the cinematography is very bright. Yes, um, it is. The like, colours. The, the skies are very blue, and the city is very very chrome. It just looked really, like really clean and really like comic. Yeah, and I, I wanted an Amazing Spider-Man three from them. And now that I've seen Andrew Garfield act again, <laughs> and mm. he, he's really sad at the beginning. He's like, he's he's got his he's got his stubble, and he's he never got over losing Gwen. Yeah, says, it looks... yeah, I never went over, got over losing Gwen. I was really angry. And it makes you think, wow, well, what did he do? What did he do while well, he was angry? Did he kill? What What did he do? Mm. Made me really want to see, even if it's like, in air, in air quotes, like a sequel to this. He goes back, yeah, back to his world, and you see an amazing Spider Man 3. I just done the comic book adaptation. We want to see Andrew Garfield. Mm. I think that was the main, yeah, the main catalyst here. He acted his, his art off, and I think we all, we all wanted him to catch MJ even we all when when MJ was falling we, I remember saying to me if this if he's in this film he's catching her yeah he's catching her and when he he still he caught her and I still got caught up in the moment and you of see him. his sad little face and he gets his right I, I, I couldn't save mine but I could save your your MJ yeah it's quite weird they make him he goes on a mad emotional journey Tom Holland goes on a mad emotional journey Toby doesn't he's there isn't he? He's just there, and because he's like he's done these journeys, mm. he's he's the most zen of them all. He's in his forties. He's happy with Mary Jane back at home. What he does get is a quick sort of redemption with Doc Ock. Yes, he when, does because Doc Ock's good for basically the whole film. Um, and he, yeah, he he gets a nice little. What does Doc Ock say? He's like, "Oh, nice to see you, kid," or something. Oh, it's nice. Like uh, how, how have you been doing? And he says like, "Oh." God, I don't even remember what the line is, but I'm, you know, just like, like keeping focused and mm. keeping sensible. But whatever the advice he was given by Doc Ock was when he was uh, said, you know, you're erratic, you're late. <laughs> you, this is your teacher tells me you're never in class. You need to focus. Yeah. You know, you got to do right or whatever. And he just says that. And he's like, oh, good. And he, he just after he said the power of the sun and the power of my hand <laughs> with Tony Stark's little thing. Yeah, fucking amazing. Um, no, yeah, there was a lot of. I feel like. Oh, it finishes. It finishes a lot for Toby because it, it's amazing. Uh, Spider-Man Three ends on a weird note, mm. not just a jazz note, <laughs> a weird note. Amazing Spider-Man Two obviously just ends, and that's it. So it gives a bit of, like you said, it gives some closure, but leads to we want more. And then Holland is put in this place of he's now set up perfectly to be actual, not as people dubbed him Iron Boy. Yeah. He's Spider-Man. He's in the city. He's got a very basic normal suit. No one knows that he's Peter Parker. No heroes know he's Peter Parker. He's just basically starting all over again. Reset, isn't it? Hard reset. Yeah, hard reset. And it's perfect. It's like a way of just going, we just wanted to mess around with him, make him our Iron Boy, mm. mess around with all the Marvel Universe. Now we'll just start again with him. If, if there's any criticism that you could give the the MCU Spider-Man films, it's that they're not really Spider-Man films. They're like mechanisms to move the universe along to another point. So the homecoming is is probably is is could be a standalone Spider-Man. Film. I was about to but say homecoming. Far from home is not. No, far that, from home isn't in the slightest. No. Um Far from home that's what always pissed me off about Far from home. I was just like it's not a Spider-Man film. And then this isn't a Tom Holland Spider-Man film. This is mm. like it, it's it's this is the an three MS Spider-Man, Spider-Man film. <laughs> it's it's the three Spider-Man film. It's yeah. not so so much of Tom Holland. It's not so much about Tom Tom Holland finishing his journey because it's all three Spider Man. But hopefully, if he wants to carry on doing it, and fingers crossed. 
I you think he has. I think he's signed on for three. Oh, I think he, he has signed on for three. I, did, I, did, I read something somewhere that Tom Holland said that he didn't want to act. Uh, he didn't want to be Spider-Man into his 30s, acting as Spider-Man into his 30s, because mm. then he'll have done it for however, 12 years or whatever. But he is, he is only 25, so he could do a couple more. Exactly. Well, yeah, he'll do, he'll, he'll do a few more. I mean, he says that, but I think he'll... he talks, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think being with Toby and Andrew will have invigorated him a bit. About this eight-figure settlement? Like <laughs> nine figures? Especially, yeah. Well, when you get Andrew Garfield going, I cried on screen because I really want to be Spider-Man again <laughs> and you're going to turn it down. He'll probably be like, shit, I'll keep Maybe this. Maybe should. Maybe should. Um, and he's someone pointed out that every Spider-Man ends up getting with the there's the, what's his name? So MJ or Gwen. So I think Toby had a fling with her. And Andrew Garfield definitely had a fling with Gwen yeah. in real life. And obviously... Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. The, the actors and actresses. Yeah, there's something about together. that suit, mate. You put that yeah, suit on. So. And yeah, yeah. Like, if, if for whatever reason, if Eve ever saw sense and left me, <laughs> I'm just going to go full on Spider-Man put 3, the put the suit on and just do it. <laughs> in all the clubs. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like... Yeah, we talked talked all about Spider Man's. They've all been talked about. Let's talk into the other parts, the other moving parts, which are Doctor Strange. It's he's got a very weird, very weird story in this. He comes in and then this is what what's the name of the director again? Um, Who's done the entire trilogy? Because he has a was habit. It John Watts, did I say something? Mark Watts was it? I can never remember his name. John Watts. John Watts. He has a habit of when he doesn't want a character, just going, and he did it a few times in this, of just going, I'll just put them here. So, like, <laughs> in Far From Home, there's a bit, he meets, needs to meet Foggy in that field and to get his suit repaired. But once they get to London, Foggy is now not needed, as are the Clash Trip are not needed. So, yeah. I remember watching it and in my head thinking it going, when they go, oh, quick, let's go to the tower and go, they are going to go to the tower because there is nowhere to put them. <laughs> they are not going to achieve anything in the tower other than being... And they don't. Nothing happens. No. They're just in the tower until it's all over. They're in peril it, until Spider-Man fixes yeah, it. Yeah. Same in this. Oh, uh, Lizard can't come in the house for some reason. Don't know why. We'll just put him in the van. Why? Because he says he wants to stay in the van. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, Doctor Strange. Well, what do we do with Doctor Strange from this point? Uh, lock him in the quantum realm, yeah, or whatever it is. Lock, lock him, him in, somewhere. Lock, put him in in a bit where. And I'm, I'm not saying he could, Peter couldn't have tricked him. It took him like twelve hours or eight hours to get out of there. I'm not saying Peter couldn't. It's just the way the story's told always annoys me a little bit that he just goes, "Don't need this character now." What? Well, uh, put him there. Mm. Doesn't really. Because you, you could make an argument that Doctor Strange could have. Not fixed, but been a big help in the events that happen while he's not there. So to fix that, to be like, oh shit, uh, Peter needs to do this, 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 this. Uh, what's his face? Um, Thingy's house needs to, needs to blow up, aren't they? He needs to die. Yeah. All of these things. Doctor Strange could potentially be a big help in stopping that. And you yeah. probably can argue that Peter probably wouldn't get battered by. Doc Ock, not Doc Ock, sorry, because Doc Ock runs off, but by, but by Goblin and Electro and Sandman and the, the Lizard, that he wouldn't have got battered by all them if Doctor Strange was there. So, uh, yeah, hide him away. Hide him away until we need him again. Yeah. And then he shows up at the last fight 
and does a spell to make everyone forget Peter Parker. And he does a spell, but he's so busy doing the spell, he can't get involved with the fighting, which, again, I feel like this is a really big problem, Doctor Strange, because he is powerful, but he's too powerful. Mm. So in, even in Endgame, they went, what do we do with Doctor Strange? Um, oh, the dam's going to break. He's got to hold the dam back. And it's like, what? Like he's a fucking ent in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Someone will understand that somewhere. He's seen the two towers. <laughs> like he's a fucking beaver. <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that was a little bit of a... A point like it's weird because other than that he's quite and the trailer tricked us. Wong Wong doesn't yeah. warn him. Wong's just like you do whatever the fuck you want, and he's like, okay, I will. And yeah. Wong's like, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme now, so you you do whatever. Which is nice. That yeah. was that was nice. That made sense. Wong's Sorcerer Supreme because uh, Doctor Strange is gone for five years. Yeah, of course. Someone has to be Sorcerer Sorcerer Supreme. It's not just going to go back to him. Just no. come back. And then. Um, uh, that would explain why he's in like Shang Chi and jumping around everywhere. So he's the one doing all With that stuff. Which now, but now, what's going to happen in the next film? Because it's going to be like, well, if you're a sorcerer supreme, explain this. <laughs> explain everything that just happened right now. You're you're in charge of him. <laughs> Sorry, you know that. So that's something to uh, to look forward to. But yeah, I feel like Doctor Strange, bit weird. Bad guys. Right. Uh, not um. What's his face? Well, I've forgotten his name. Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah, he's we'll such an amazing, crazy guy. Like he, he acted. I thought he acted his socks off. I feel like he, he's been waiting for that to redo that part again because he was he was the best part of Spider Man. He was yeah. always the best part, but again, he was kind of held back because he had the the mask on him, and I like the fact that they got rid of the mask immediately. Like, yeah, it's realised, got rid of it. And then also, do you like how he hung it up on, like, the bins? Like just... it was on his wing-back chair. Well, no, I was. I thought, well, one, like his wing-back chair, like he's talking to it, but he walks away from it, which is like um, Spider-Man no more. Yeah, yeah. Walking down the alley and leaving the, the costume, he's just been gobbling no more and yeah. and done that. I like that oh, callback. Yeah. But, and then we got the excellent, um, you know... I'm something of a scientist myself. That's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. There was a lot of moments like that, which we can jump back to. There was a lot of like fan servicey, meany moments. Mm. Um, yeah, but like Willem Dafoe was incredible. I thought everyone talks about the bit where Tom Holland is going full on punching him, mm. and he's just smiling. Yeah, and that was scary as shit. Just that, like that fight at the end when because the, they're on the fallen Captain America shield from the the the, the, sta- the, the, the statue, statue of Liberty. Liberty. Yeah, um, and it, the the way that it, it's set up of um, it's it's like a, the cameras in profile and the Spider Man on one side and Green Goblin on the other, and they're fighting each other, and it's like quite a visceral fight. Have you ever played Metal Gear Solid? I have. Have you played Metal Gear Solid Four? No, I stopped after Metal Gear Solid. So the the final. Boss fight in Metal Gear Solid Four looks basically exactly like that. It's really sort like sunrise, like uh, so like a really bright sort of yellowy orangey sun in the background, and mm. there's two characters just viscerally fighting each other, like completely exhausted because they've gone through so much up until that point. Completely exhausted, just viscerally fighting each other. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, it's like fucking Metal Gear Solid Four, and I loved it. Mm. I loved it. Um, yeah. He was great. He was. Uh, he was, was good. It was. It was an odd choice for a main villain because we've never seen him before. I thought someone like Scorpion, who we've already met before, might come in. I didn't know why we didn't have a Sinister Six. This is really stopped at five. Five. It? You know, I don't understand why we. And didn't... Sandman may as well have not been there. Same with Lizard. They yeah. Didn't fuck all. 
Sam, like, but Electro was a really good character. Electro was in it. But what Sam I'm really conf- this up. is what I wanted you to look up is was Lizard actually played by Reese Evans? Because I wasn't convinced at all that it was Reese Evans. I thought they've got a sound alike, and then I was so convinced that you know when he changes back, that they were using old stock footage. That there's a a, a re- was Sandman never actually on set? Have I? I've, I think I've read that. Spider-Man, uh, Sandman, whoever played Flip, Flip, whoever played Flip Marco was never actually on set, um, and they just yeah, you know when you see his face, it's just all footage because he looks quite a lot older now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he looks young there. But it's Reese F- was it Reese Evans on, Effens, on yeah. set because oh, I know this is one of my problems with the film is that the way it was shot, whether it was shot a because of COVID, b because they didn't want people to know about what was going on or see a bit of both. There's some really odd shots and some angles that make it seem not as personal. So like when they're all talking, yeah. it's very, he's over here, he's socially distanced over there and he's Lo- socially distanced over lots there. Lots of shots of one person. Yeah, and it's frame. not like, no like angles of over someone's shoulder, um, uh, no panning up of someone or in mm. panning away from them. There was an, a lot of just very normal, basic, I've got a camera, I'm going to shoot a film shots. Reese Evans is in the credits. Yes. As, as him. This, and it's so weird because I was like but convinced yeah. the whole way through that it wasn't Reese Evans. It was like, oh, they couldn't get Reese for it. But because he, he, it's definitely at the end, that is definitely stock footage because. It, that's the only point where you see his face, isn't it? And it could yeah. have been very easy from Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Probably was actually hundred percent, hundred percent. Unless they've aged so badly and they couldn't afford to de-age <laughs> them, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not having that. So it felt a little bit, yeah, a bit weirdly shot. And then because of that, you've got weird odd moments with the characters making the odd choices, like lizard sitting in a van. <laughs> um, and then you've got yeah, a, some bits are overshadowed, and then you've got possible plot holes, but I don't think there are any. I've looked, I've listened to them. Have you heard any? Uh, all I've really seen in terms of plot holes is that people come into the universe who know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember Electro finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, so... And I've not seen Venom or I've not seen Venom 2, but how the fuck does he know? Right, so Venom explains before he moves into the the universe that he's part of a hive mind and he's seen thousands and thousands of years of I think he even says of universes or something universes worth. So he's linked to the Tobey Maguire Venom okay. hive mind. So that's why he knows. That's why he reacts. So that's why people explain okay. that the Electro one. It's a stretch. Mm. It's uh, it depends. But someone's pointed out that at the end of the day, it's a multiverse movie. That Electro, they never say they specifically from Andrew Garfield's, <laughs> you know, prime timeline. Mm. Right? So he's just an Electro from a timeline that was with Garfield Spider-Man. And he just happens to find out what his name. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> someone also pointed out that he does look completely different as well. Like, yeah. So he doesn't. he's not blue anymore, which some... Um, he does know, say something about, uh, check out my new look or something. Check out my so new look because of the electricity, point. yeah, or something like that. But some people point he's out, like... to reform himself. Yeah, because like, he has different hair and all sorts. So I think, yeah, some people... But 
again, that some of the best excuse was we're talking about a multiverse movie, and your pro- biggest problem is oh that doesn't work. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's from another multiverse where it does work. Yeah. So that yeah, that's fine. Because like you you've seen uh, like in terms of multiverse characters, like Andrew Garfield's Rhino doesn't look like the rhino that you see coming through. Oh, it ends. looked like the comic it rhino. Like comic I, I'm so, I got so excited. I thought we were going to get everything come through. I was tapping hyper going, this is it. This is when the universe breaks and we're going to get so much. And then Doctor Strange fixed it. I was like, damn! This is where the X-Men come through and I this did. is where we get the, the Fantastic Four. I thought we, this is how they just do it. They just get them in like that. But no, they didn't. But I honestly, yeah, Save for a moment. For a later date. Yeah, definitely saving that. Well, for Multiverse of Madness, probably, yeah. which we've seen links into. I mean, we might as well talk about it because it was. It's an end credit scene. End credit. Well, is it two? What was the other end credit scene? Venom one. Venom in the. Venom. Bar. Venom. Right. Actually, we'll go through these one by one. We'll go through the Doctor Strange one first. That trailer, with the what if Sorcerer Supreme, <laughs> like Dark Sorcerer Supreme, uh, Doctor Strange, looks intense as fuck. It does look. It does look pretty intense. Right, Bibby gave me so much shit after you see um, Sorcerer Supreme in that because I've I told him on multiple occasions that I don't think anything from what we have it recorded show. by the yeah. way it is on again the preamble is it yeah in the preamble you speci- specifically said something can you imagine the, the how much of a nightmare it would be to be writing what if stuff and then going we're writing this can you include it in that and running back and forth between the studios so yeah was wrong it's fine yeah <laughs> people are wrong from time to time if anything you're happy to be wrong like good yeah and means more stuff more, it's it's a multiverse movie yeah maybe a different well i mean presumably it is a different one because source of supreme at the end of what if is a good guy looking after he's, he's, sort of pocket universe. he's kind of looking after it. whether he's a good guy is it's different given, it's given him a it's given him a purpose and a job that's his job to yeah look after that but if he but at the end of the day if he's given an opportunity to jump out of there and do something he's com- he's Absorb completely more oh he's got so much evil in him yeah he, he won't he, he won't hesitate to move so that doesn't strike me as well um is that what we want now at the end of marvel films the next trailer i, I don't think so um especially not a trailer that gets released like 10 days after the film comes out exactly i i felt the same i heard some people go oh this would be cool we get to see a, like a trailer first We're like no, I, we, I, no. It's, it's happened not it hasn't happened a lot the, i can't remember what it was at the end of but it was the one for civil war and it wasn't like an end credit a proper end credit scene it was a scene from civil war um, and it was where bucky's arms in the vice it was in ant-man is that at the end of ant-man at it's the end proper, of Ant- it's just a scene Ant-Man. it was, it was a, a scene film. But, uh, it was th- that we see in nine months' time. It wasn't like its own. I like. I forgave that one though because that's like just going. Here's a scene, and this is how it yeah. connects. And but you only find that out when, when you, you watch see the Civil film. War. It's not like when this is clearly a trailer. Yeah, I just felt like they just gone wang a trailer on it. I didn't. I wasn't really sure. If you don't have an end credit scene, don't have an end credit no, scene. It's fine. Yeah. You've already had one with the Venom one that but, everyone gasped when there was Venom juice left over. Yeah, Venom left the, over. Uh, which, if bar. that's how they introduce Venom, then I'm I'm all right with that. I think yeah. some people are a bit funny about that, but I was fine. It could, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm fine with it. How else do you introduce him? Falling from a comet? They've already done that in Spider Man Three. Yeah, Fall, falls from a comet, lands in the park. Like you've seen that. Well, and well, did the um, Iron Man had like? Tony Stark's left like tech all around the world still 
but that's still something that's going on in Marvel. Tony's di- died, and there's still his legacy is still being like sorted out. Yeah. He had like drones around Earth still protecting, didn't he? And it was that was like they were get they're getting shut down now. That's where all the drones came from in Far From Home, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because someone the took satellite. them over. That was quite, that's what actually one of the things I liked. It became very real. Like when they get to go to Aunt May and go, right, you were putting custody of this boy and you knew what he was doing this and she was like, Ah shit. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it, like it became very like uh the boys, it became very like this is actually what would happen yeah, if yeah. this happened. It's not like child endangerment. Yeah, He's child... seventeen years old and you've let him do this. Yeah. It was it was loads I liked I liked all that. I liked how they were like you've you've been you thought it was okay to give a seventeen year old boy these glasses that control <laughs> like world ending missiles <laughs> and stuff. It's like uh which everyone everyone points out in far like I was a thing on Far From Home. Why would you fucking do that? Why would you give a seventeen year old kid Tony's glasses that can do everything? He was sixteen at the time. He was sixteen, as well. and then why would you let him go? You have the mis- Mysterio man who yeah, I only yeah. just met. Why would you allow this? Who I've known for five minutes. Yeah, that's why I didn't like that film. So it's almost like they've gone, okay, we'll address that. We were dickheads. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I liked all that. I feel like this has been... Are we, are we missing anything? I mean, I feel like we're missing tons because it's such a, a big film. But at the same time, it's nothing that's not already been talked about. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to figure out... Talked about the bad guys... How do you feel about the film now? Yeah. Two weeks, three weeks after we've seen it. How do you feel about it now? Well, I decided to rate all the Spider-Man films. I decided, in the run-up to Spider-Man, I watched all of them except the Tom Holland ones and the Miles Morales one. I then decided, I watched Miles Morales before I did this, and Miles Morales is still, I think I still put that as the the best one. I still feel that's the best Spider-Man film so far, just because it's it's perfect. It's, it's perfect <laughs> film. This isn't a perfect film. That doesn't take away from it, though. I feel like yeah. I I do not mind the imperfections. It's like going back and watching Spider-Man Two. Okay, it's got flaws. I do not care. I'm enjoying myself too much. Yeah. Is it going to be for everyone? No. What's the name of that fucking director who keeps getting fucking arty about? Uh, Marvel films, Scorsese, Scorsese, who was like, uh, no, they don't even make proper films. All right, don't fucking watch them then. It's like the opposite of the meme. It's not art. Yeah, (laughs) it's not art. (laughs) No, just, yeah, just don't watch the film then. Mm. I'm not saying, I have no doubt that if I was to put a list out of my favourite films, which I'm not showing my hand too early here, (laughs) and if this was in it, let's say, and so, like my dad or an uncle was to go, that's in there, really? That next to, you know, such classics as Back to the Future. And, you know, I'm trying to think of more perfect films, but things escape me right now. Or Joker. Joker's a good one. Okay. Joker is a comic book film, very arty, very cerebral. I think you could show that to any member of my family and they would get it. Mm-hmm. This is completely different. However, I I put it up there. It's just a different kind of up there. It's it's fun for the right for different reasons. It's dark for different reasons. Yeah, you know. What about you? My th- th- thoughts about it with that that I've thought about it since um, is that like with the, the exception of the ending, you know, Peter Parker getting erased from memory. Mm. Nothing happens in the film that we didn't already know was going to happen. 
that rumours came through uh, or like in, in air quotes rumours like we tried to stop them coming through but they came through anyway like in the run up to the film even before any trailers there's rumours that um, Charlie Cox is coming back as Daredevil and he's going to play Peter Parker's attorney that was a rumour that was a ages ago. ago. Yeah, that was a right. rumor that happened. That ha- that happened in the film. Mm. Rumors that the Spider Men are going to come in and we're going to get Peter Parker. Uh, we're going to get. Um, of course, we have got Peter Parker. Spider Man film. <laughs> that we're going to get Tom Holland along with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Like rumors about that happen. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, what if this happens? What if it happens?" We've known that that's going to be. Ha- we've known that that's going to happen for nine months mm. now. I, I don't and, and the villains coming in and they're obviously going to fight the villains and they're going to send them back to their own universes we knew that was going to happen before going into the film do I give a shit though mm. do I give a shit that I knew what was going to happen in the film before I saw it and I don't think I do because it was it was it was so fun but did enjoyable. you but did you know what was going to happen because at the end of the day there were things that happened so you said except the end where everything where we reset. are now reset so you've got that. The beginning, where you had all the fallout from Far From Home really kicks in. Like, but I and suppose that's... Oh, and yeah, and it's, yeah. I don't know if that's really kind of undone, actually, by the reset, so I'll put that on the back burner. But that's undone by the reset, actually. Um, you get Aunt, Aunt May dying. Yeah, we did, did, didn't know that that was going to happen. And then you got... That was emo- and it was, it was emotional, it hit. And then you well. got the fact that all the Spider Men got like a resolve in the in the story that they didn't get from their previous runs. So you did get that as well. But I totally get because one thing that you did say on the preamble, how sick are you of being wrong? Is, <laughs> is that that's the best thing? The trailer is misleading us. It's trying to make us think differently. I, that won't even be forty five minutes into the film. Let let me attack those three points that you just made there. <laughs> okay. The trailer is misleading. I just want to point out Matt Murdock just walked in behind him and says <laughs> he's gonna see Cinder, he's a really yeah. good lawyer. So the first point, the trailer is misleading. It is misleading. In the trailer, Tom Holland jumps after MJ when he when she fall when she falls. Mm. Misleading. Uh what Wong says as he goes into yeah. the he doesn't say that. Admittedly, it's not as misleading as some of the other trailers that they've done. Mm. What was the second thing that you, th- you called um, me out on? I called you out on... He said be misleading. He said be 45 minutes in, didn't I? Everything there would have been done in, was going to be done in 45 minutes. That was the third minutes. thing. Oh, what did I say? People, I, What's really annoying is that I can't just go back like if this was uh, me listening to a podcast. Maybe we'll remember. But yeah. So the first thing is that it's misleading, yes. I've, it's not as misleading as some mm. of the other trailers. The the forty five minutes thing, most of it is from the beginning. Of, most of it's maybe not from like the first hour. Mm. And then it's just the final scene. And then the final the scene, the everything's coming through. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, could have been obviously it wasn't at the beginning, but that could have been the everything's coming through. And then here's the Spider Man and all the villains and stuff. Yeah, okay, true. Um, so yeah, the, the the last sort of yeah, that was it. But most of it was from the beginning. It misled us. The trailers misled us thinking that Doctor Strange was going to be a villain. Well, this is right, did they? Because I'd never got that one. Everyone was the, like, that isn't fight, Doctor Strange. The fight in the trailer is Peter Parker fighting Doctor Strange. Yeah, but I, I knew they were fighting over something. I didn't at any point think Doctor Strange turns bad. I just didn't. I never got that. <laughs> I saw people put, you can tell because of his voice, or you can tell because of how he holds that mug and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's just like, no, it's just... Oh, they, Doctor Strange is right-handed. Doctor, he holds his mug in his left hand. Doctor Strange is just really like sticks his heels in and he has to like no it has to be this way 
And it wouldn't shock me that, yeah, Pete wants to do something different. They, they were clearly... That box that they were... That was the whole thing about the, the reset box. The MacGuffin. MacGuffin. <laughs> um, it was clearly about the box. And I don't think yeah. he was going to turn evil for a fucking box. So <laughs> I was just like, no, they just clearly have a fucking disagreement. Calm down. Um, so, oh, here's something, actually. So now we've got... We've had Doc Ock, Electro, mm-hmm. Sandman, Lizard, Goblin. We've had it established that Oscorp doesn't exist. Or at least yeah. that's what he claimed, to be fair. He, he claimed... says that Oscorp doesn't even exist. He doesn't say that there's not a Norman Osborn. He says that Oscorp doesn't exist. Neither does exist, right? If Spider-Man, if Pete, Peter Parker of the MCU now runs into someone, I go, hi, nice to meet you. Who are you? He goes, ah, I'm Dot, Dr. Otto Octavius. Is he not now going to go, alarm bells? Does this mean we now <laughs> never get... At him. Well, yeah, for his name. <laughs> but does this mean he's never going to get those bad guys again, an MCU version? Was that them like going, we've already done them. Mm. We think these were pretty cool versions. That's it now. I mean, he's, he's got a whole host of bad guys he can yeah, go yeah. through, to be fair. But does that is that like a good thing or a bad thing or do we want him to meet a Doc Ock and how do you kind of write that? I don't think I want him to meet any of those but I think they're done. I, I think it would be I don't, I don't know I was going to say easy or lazy to like have a Doc Ock in it again. We've had him uh, or um, like literally in that u- in that universe we've seen mm-hmm. one. We've seen a Green Goblin. I don't want to see another Green Goblin and you're right that like if any superhero had, other than Batman has a back catalogue of villains that you can choose from. It's Spider-Man. Mm. And we know that, that Scorpion's knocking about. Vulture. Vulture's still alive, although arguably he's a good... He's, no, because you'll have forgotten who Peter Parker anymore. is. You'll have forgotten who Peter Parker is. So now he's got no incentive to protect him. And it's it's an it's a awkward one, isn't it, that'll probably only get solved by a fourth film. Because oh. the Vulture gets the reason why he turns in air quotes good is because Peter Parker saves his life. Yeah. He's got his mask off when he saves his life and he yeah. knows it's Peter Parker. So does he forget yeah. that that happens? Does, or does, he, or does he associate, he associate with, Spider-Man? with Spider-Man? And so he's still air quotes good because Spider-Man saved his life. Well, he's only, does he forget the entire He's only name? technically air quotes good because they were like, do you know who he is? And he's like, no. So he's protecting him that way. Yeah. If now he doesn't, if that's not a card no longer he can play. It's like, do you know who he is? No, I don't know. Generally, don't know. No one knows who he is. Right. Do you want in on this? We're going to kill him. He probably will be like, I can't even remember why I'm stopping it. <laughs> no, just as I no. don't think I want it, but I don't know why. And if <laughs> so he, okay. Well, if he did save him, he'd be like, it's been enough time. Not so much kill him, but if he gets in my way, I'll, I'll warn him. Or I don't know. Are you, this will probably be solved in Morbius. Which rumor has it now? Yeah. Morbius has been delayed because of COVID. Air quotes, but people actually think it's more to write in an end scene that we see it set in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. To give, I've seen that uh, put Morbius in Amazing Spider-Man and give us Andrew Garfield at the end. Because Morbius makes reference to Venom in the trailer. Have you seen that? Uh, in the tra- no, I've it's so the right. The so the Morbius trailers are really fucking confusing. In the first the trailer, Oscorp building is from Amazing Spider-Man, though. Is it? Is it? Is there an Oscorp building in the background? Uh, yeah, in one of the one of the cities sweeps. I'm sure. Oh, I've never seen I'm that. I'm sure it's an Amazing Spider-Man there's, um, building. There's someone pointed out, or what everyone can see, there's a Raimi Spider-Man painted on a wall. Mm-hmm. It says, you know, killer or murderer on it or something. Yeah. And then Vulture from the MCU is in it. 
And then he's now just referenced Venom. In the tree, he goes like, what do they call you? And he goes, Venom. And then he goes, ah, I'm just joking. Uh, my name's Milvis. How are you doing? Like, whatever it is. But it's like, well, hold on. What universe is this yeah. set in? He should, there's references what to everything. What are you? <laughs> what are Morbius? So, yeah, that'll get answered in that. Do you want to see... We talked about we do want to see Andrew Garfield. We do want to see Tom Holland. Do we need to see Tobey Maguire again? Or is no. this just the perfect little sign-off? I don't think we need to see Tobey again. I, I, Toby sort of had his trilogy. He loses, his, he loses uh, Harry at the mm-hmm. very, very end. Makes up with MJ. Is the last scene? Do they go to? Do they go to the jazz club together? The last scene he I, meets I, her I, at the jazz club because I skipped Spider Man Three because I really dislike it. But I did watch it the start of the year. One of the many, many times I've had to isolate. <laughs> but but you, is, you isolated after watching it. Oh, I feel so dirty. Oh. oh, I feel so unclean. I've tested positive for bit, feeling disgusting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched it early in the year, and I, I, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is not good." But yeah, so he goes to the jazz club and he makes it with MJ, and then we see him again. He talks still about being with MJ. I don't think I need to see Toby again. Yeah, he makes. Yeah, he, I, I heard a rumor that he was met. She was meant to be in it. We see him go into his universe, um, which I, I kind of didn't like the way they sparkled away. That really annoyed me. I would have preferred to white. Yeah, like I, the meme of the guy. Yeah, with his two, <laughs> the guy with his two fingers up disappearing. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly what <laughs> yeah. Andrew Garfield does. And that's what I was talking about before about memeable moments. Like they've got the three Spider-Men pointing at each other. Yeah. That's a meme that's in it, and then they've got the the fade away. I feel like it should have been yeah. the circles appear again, but for want of a better way, you suck them through, pull them in, pull them in. Like go, like even if they wanted to stay, they can't help it. They've got to go because like, otherwise the bad guys like, no, I'm staying. Yeah, here. like strands of the multiverse. Yeah, just in. grab them and pull them in. That would have been how I would have done it. Um, get me on the phone, Marvel. I've got ideas. <laughs> um, I would have done that, but yeah. So there was a rumor she was gonna be. The with a kid, like going, where have you been? And he goes, oh, you won't believe. You, you won't will not believe. believe the day I've had. <laughs> and it was, um, but it was cut because they just couldn't get her because of COVID and stuff. And fair enough. And I I would have loved if the second post credit scene. I've felt this coming out of the movie. If the second post credit scene was more, as boss as the Doctor Strange trailer was, if if it was, um, you see both the other Spider Men dropping into their universes or if both of the post credit scene one was Andrew Garfield dropping into his universe yeah, yeah, and like just continuing to do shit like maybe he was in the middle of dinner or something or maybe he was in the middle of beating up I don't know a villain that we've not seen maybe he's in the middle of fucking beating up Morbius yeah or, or something or something in the, in the middle of his uh, when he gets pulled out and then you go to and then you go to Toby in a, a different post credit scene I'd have fucking loved that that would have I'd have died I would have taken the ring off Becca. <laughs> Not thought about it. I would have taken the ring off Becca and be like, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so we've probably said bye to MJ now. The, this Spider-Man's MJ. Mm-hmm. We've probably said, because now she's off to uni as well. I, I, I think it would... Or college, If, if we saw her again, if we saw her and Ned again, I think it would, it, it would diminish his sacrifice at the end mm. if they came back and remembered who he was I he, liked that I liked how he then saw that she still had a cut on from when it happened and I think he even asked her how she did it and she's like I don't really remember I yeah. slipped or something and he just in just that one cut he goes like he realises 
that's going to be her life if she's with me. That's mm. her lives. I did this to protect them originally. Why am I pulling them back in? Yeah, and he sees them chatting and just being. They've got a normal life and old, they've got no idea what they're missing. Which he took off them. Yeah. Not intentionally, but he took off them and he makes a sort of snap decision there to be like, no, I'm not going to take their life away from them, basically. And mm. if we saw them again, with maybe the exception of Ned becoming a sort a, a wizard, uh, I, I think it would really. I'd hate it. As much as Zendaya mm. and. Um, What's his name? Jacob Batalon. A great. I don't want to see him again. Well, you might, the only thing is people pointed out that Ned in the comics technically becomes Hobgoblin. And you've got a really good angle here for him to become Hobgoblin because now he has no recollection of who Peter is. It's harder on Peter. Um, yeah, yeah. And does he try and make them remember? Can he make them remember? I feel like there's also some other Easter eggs people haven't talked about because, like, the Daily Bugle, when it prints, does it not have... Oh, no, I'm thinking of Morbius again. Yeah. again. And Morbius. those are misleading. Like, it's got something about Rhino escapes and then you read underneath it and it's in like the zoo. an actual Rhino yeah, escape yeah, in, zoo in the zoo or something like that. Um, yeah, so we don't see them again. We're not going to see Happy probably now again because what, what's Happy got left now? He's, he's the birdie with shagging's dead. Um, <laughs> he doesn't know Peter anymore. Tony's dead. Yeah. Uh, what what's Happy's got? What's that, his job? Maybe, like... maybe we might see him in something like Armor Wars. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because yeah, that's supposedly about Tony Stark suits getting robbed. Suits, yeah. No. So may, maybe we'll see him in something like that, but I don't think we'll see him in like a, a film. No. Again, because he doesn't have much purpose now that. Yeah, Iron Man. That's what I mean. They proper reset this. Like, there's it is just all right. Let's do it again. Tom Holland, Spider Man, and he's in he's in New York City, and he's just got a basic spider suit. The, all the other characters are gone. Mm. They've got no no link to him at all whatsoever, except mate Flash as well. Flash is the only one who's like he's Flash off. Flash to... love him though, because Flash would forget Peter Parker, who's kind of like his love hate. Yes, but he loves Spider Man, so Flash. Wouldn't turn into who does does Flash turn into a, a, Venom? Venom. Venom. Flash is the first person I think to get Venom. I think he gets. Oh, but in the not co- Eddie. no Eddie. Eddie gets it from just being Eddie and being a journalist. Flash has actually got a really high harrowing story. He goes off to fight in Vietnam. Um, he comes back, and I think he's got. Is he missing both his legs? I think I'm sure I think he might be missing both his legs from like war or something, and then he gets um, he finds a symbiote and it gives him legs, so then yeah. that's why he keeps it, and uh, it just but it obviously takes over him and makes him crazy and he hates like Spider Man and all sorts right. because it, I'm sure it's something that's like pretty... that, but I can't see that Flash going off to war or no. anything. <laughs> no. Although pe- people pointed out that. He the book he wrote was called Flashpoint. Flashpoint. <laughs> it's like going to DC, like going. <laughs> well, we did Flashpoint you, before, yeah. Yeah, we've just done Flashpoint. You've been te- you've been teasing Flashpoint for like seven years since and, you introduced the Flash. And yeah, like, we've done it before you somehow. Well, they did it on they did it on the CW, which no one, no, <laughs> no one's watching. No. Um, I really feel that we've exhausted it. Like there's. I think uh, you can I think, think we probably have D- Doctor Strange at the very very end. Um, he sees like how a hero acts throughout the film. He sees Peter yeah. act like a hero throughout, <coughs> and he he goes out of his way to not kill people, which I don't think is something he's necessarily seen before in this world mm. of adults with superpowers. He's never seen that, and at the very very end, Peter sac- sacrifices his identity and his life 
for the greater good. And Doctor Strange sees that, and does he, he says something? It's like a pleasure knowing your kid or something. Just before he knows he's going to forget who Peter Parker is. I think he says. He also says uh, to him, he goes, "You can call me Stephen." Is Doctor Strange going to remember that? Because I think that's a really poignant moment that could be really important for Doctor Strange going forward. But is he going to remember? Oh, good point. Yeah, I is feel he like going to remember that. Choice? It's all the growth that Doctor Strange got in this film just been erased from the fact that now he no longer remembers Peter Parker. Will he? He won't remember Peter Parker, but will he still remember how heroes act? I guess that's something we'll only find we'll out find in out Multiverse in... of Madness. Yeah, that's a very good point. I hadn't even considered that. He has an entire... He has arc. an arc that we don't know actually still exists. It might not exist anymore. Because you're right, that's what was the nice thing about the film, that Peter does... Like, someone pointed out, why doesn't he just ask that everyone forget who Mysterio was? Because that's not what Peter Parker would do. No. Because then he still technically, if it ever came out, oh, you made, a, you made the guy who has shit on you that you killed a load of people, you made him disappear. <laughs> that makes you look more guilty. You don't do that. He yeah. would he would want to clear his name and get justice for the, those people that it was Mysterio. That's the Peter Parker way. Even if it means, you know, doing it the hard way and someone was like, oh, why do you do it? It's so difficult and so hard to do. I went, in the film, <laughs> he gets five men who want to kill him and takes him into his house to try and stop them killing him. Yeah. He does things the hard way. He goes out of his way to do the right thing. thing. What he, yeah, that really. bit when he gets the spider sense. Yeah, it's when he's, he's like, like, it's, it's like, and he's like, that's the strongest it's ever been. And you'd see him like walk. That was that was one of the rare shots in this film where they did something like panned and followed him and like mm. like anything with Peter, they seem to be able to do stuff. But anything where there's a load of people in the room, they were it was like they were had restrictions. But yeah, when he's it just you see it from like the, the cameras on the front of his chest and he's walking in slow motion. It's like some train spotting. <laughs> and he knows something's really, really, really wrong. And then he looks and sees Goblin just looking out the window and says like to Aunt May, go. Like he knows mm. instantly this is all fucked up. This is fucked. This yeah, is fucked. Yeah. And then there's that bit where he's like crying in front of the sign after he's lost her. And that's like a really dark moment. Yeah. And again, it's just so odd that in those moments that then when... Toby and Andrew come in and they're like talking about we've been through that and it's a really emotional moment. They're just still so far apart. Like, yeah. Andrew Garfield's in a shot, talks about how he loses Gwen and then it cuts and you see Toby Maguire and he talks about how. Yeah, you know what I mean? It felt like a chopped Zoom call at points. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. Um, That that will absolutely have been filming restrictions mm. and and maybe, maybe you just couldn't. Because it would have been filmed, like, balls deep in the middle of the pandemic, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You clearly <laughs> just couldn't get out. <laughs> I love that. That's the term for it. Balls, balls deep, deep in the middle of the pandemic. And I don't think there's any way that they could have got around that. And maybe they did it. Maybe they maybe they could have edited it better. You, just, you, you don't know. You don't know. I mean... They, How they, they had to film. Because if they had to film in a certain way, there's only so and much... And they didn't want it to get out. I mean, I feel like that they only made the trailer... Because it was just getting out of hand. I think mm. the guy who plays Doc Ock said it was like the the worst kept secret in Hollywood right now is that I'm back in that I'm in the Spider Man film. And I think all all of Andrew Garfield's and all of uh, Tobey Maguire's scenes will have been done indoors, uh, either in an indoor set or on green screen, blue screen. Yeah, yeah, screen. yeah. They are. Um, so you you can tell I think quite clearly 
at the Statue of Liberty, which is the only time that they're really outside. The Statue of mm. Liberty, that it's, it's a green screen. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I think it's quite obvious. The shield it gives it away. I mean, obviously, it's not the real one. <laughs> obviously, it's, but like you, you know, sometimes green screens don't look like green screens. Sometimes, sometimes they're blue. It's, it's, <laughs> sometimes there's a bit more of a set. Sometimes around. you're colorblind. <laughs> this was very obvious. Yeah, like uh, a bit of scaffolding. Green or blue screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fucking giving you anything there. Green yeah, yeah. or blue screen. Because um, mm. obviously if they filmed it outside, some people got drones. They know where people local to us film and know exactly what's going to film. So I think to keep it secret. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. They've had to... Oh, I love the Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, yeah. I do know the odd one. <laughs> um, just before we wrap up, I would like to ask, where do you want to see it go now? So Spider-Man 4... If you want to call it that. They've not been called that. They've just been called mm. Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home. Now, Spider-Man, the fourth one. Homecoming again. <laughs> Coming Homecoming again. Homecoming two. <laughs> Electric Buggaloo. <laughs> um, where, would you want, where would you want it to go? It's in New York. It's an interesting one. Uh, maybe gut feeling. A fun, standalone Spider-Man film might be quite nice. You know how... Ant-Man, it's quite fun, standalone. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like that, where he is just swinging around, being a friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. Street level. Street level, but then not like an end of the world or an end of the multiverse catastrophe. Like, it could be something, I don't know. I mean, to be maybe, fair... Maybe I... Venom comes back in and maybe it's a big, oh, big thing. Because they have dropped off it. They have dropped a Venom. Uh, but... Homecoming quite... Homecoming's very grounded. All yeah. that happens is there's a plane that he's got to stop from uh, import, you know, stealing a load of Tony's weapons. Mm. That's all. He's, he, it's, there's no like big Maybe thing pointed like, in the sky or anything like that. Slightly more like that. Unless I'm going to destroy an entire city, which is what we get in, no well, way, in Far From Home, and not we're going to destroy the entire multiverse, which is what we get in mm. No Way Home. Maybe something smaller. Take the scale right down. Maybe. Maybe something smaller than destroying the entire multiverse. Yeah, Maybe. something. But then, like, you joke, but that's going to be the thing now. Well, for... but that's the thing. If you can't go bigger, you go well smaller. You go in the opposite direction. So I think if it were me, you've got him in New York City. You set up, you've set up Daredevil. You've got a Moon Knight series coming out in the next okay. few months. You could easily have, like, street-level New York, Heroes of New York happen here where... They've just begin to like, like yeah, like you said, have an, an, a nice a Spider-Man film, but maybe that the end result is Kingpin or Lady Hydra is the head honcho, and then you go into like Moonlight also leads to Kingpin, which spoilers by the way, <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone knows Kingpin is in Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then you've had had. Kingpin and Hawkeye, and then obviously Daredevil is the big one that leads towards Kingpin. But yeah. you can have it so it's loosely tied to that, and it's all back to street-level crime. Because if he's got no gadgets, and all he's got is his strength, but then he's got to kind of keep a low profile at the same time because he's got an apartment in New York. Yeah, um, and he needs I, to make money somehow. Yeah, he's going to work at the Bugle or whatever. <laughs> I just think it'd be very interesting to just go to very Tobey Maguire street-level stuff. Yeah, yeah, that... Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't really thought about tying it into the TV shows, but yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really really cool. 
I think give this man a job, Marvel. <laughs> as, a, as a consultant, <laughs> I might just be more. I think that they're already doing it. So I know it seems like a silly thing to ask, but I'll ask it anyway. Out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. Oh, do I give it a ten? My ten out of ten is Lords of the Rings: Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Has anything else ever been a ten out of ten for you? He's right now, listeners. He is genuinely struggling to think of anything <laughs> that has been a ten out of ten. It's so. It's so f- Didn't you give the Eternals ten out of ten? I gave Eternals like six. <laughs> I'm just finding you. <laughs> if that, maybe even a four. I can't remember. Yeah. I gave I gave Shang Chi an eight. You did give Shang Chi an eight. Is it's, it better than Shang Chi? Better than Shang Chi. Right. So okay. It's a, it's at least made it to the realms of nine. Fuck it, I'm gonna give it ten. I think this. Like, if Return of the King is a 10, I think this is a 10. I think it hits, for me, uh, the same sort of fanboy Fanboy! Fanboy! <laughs> like, epic, epic ending that sort of ties those things together, brings those new things in and ties them together, and then brings things through portals and ties them together. It's, mm. it's so fun. And like, like I said, maybe nothing... Super duper unexpected happened throughout the whole film, but do I give a shit? No, because maybe did they actually just do the film like you, the people wanted? It's, they gave us exactly what we wanted. They gave us "I'm something of a scientist myself." Yeah, they gave us that line. They gave us Tobey Maguire saying to Andrew Goff, "You're amazing." <laughs> Wink at the camera because he's the amazing <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, they gave us a fucking minute and a half back cracking scene. It's just really fucking funny. <laughs> And oh, it's, oh, Andrew, I'm back. They gave I'm us. Back. They gave us about two minutes of Andrew Garfield proving he's Spider Man by just like jumping <laughs> and just having hanging by his fingers. And get, he goes, "Is this not enough?" And I'm like, "No, like, get that spider or something, doesn't it?" He just crawls over and pushes it off. It's, it's. I think it's it's very self aware that it is everything that I think fans have wanted from a multiverse Spider Man film. Especially it's going to be the first live action one, and, and I, yeah, and I think it, I think it, it carries it quite well, and it has its own actual plot that is has heart, yeah, and soul to it. It's not just three Spider Men. Let's have fun together. It's it, three Spider Men. Uh, Tom Holland is in the fucking pits of despair throughout the entire second half of the film because his mum's his mother figure's dead, mm. uh, and he want he wants to literally kill the person who's done it, and the only person that stops him doing that. Is another version of himself, and it's lovely. Yeah, I'm gonna ten. Fuck it. I'm with you. I it's a ten. I've 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 I was actually wondering if you were gonna chip me down because when you <laughs> especially when you said now you've had time to ruminate on it, I was like, oh, I knew this was gonna come into it. I feel like I was walking out there, ten out of ten fanboy. Now I've had time to ruminate on it. I would go back to my example before of it's a ten out of ten of what it is. Mm. So I'll put it next to Apocalypse Now. Predator, Aliens, they're all 10 out of 10s. Joker, for different reasons. I Love You Man is a 10 out of 10 for me <laughs> because it's a, it's a perfect comedy. It's yeah, an absolutely okay. perfect comedy. I Love You Man. Ghostbusters uh, and Back to the Future, they're 10s out of 10. What are the character arcs in them? None. No characters have any arcs in them. <laughs> Events just No one happen. learns anything. No one learns anything. Mars and McFly and the entire Ghostbusters learn nothing. <laughs> they don't change a thing. Other than, in, maybe in Ghostbusters, you would say that they were told not to cross the streams and they decided to cross the streams. That is it. <laughs> right? 
nothing happens, but they're still a 10 out of 10 because of what they are, how they make me feel, how they make yeah. me, how I enjoy watching them. This is one of them films. It's a 10 out of 10. I will always, when I'm now looking at a Spider-Man film to put on, just like I did the other day, I knew Miles Morales' Spider-Man Spider-Verse is a 10. I knew I could watch a film I've never seen before or fuck it, two hours of some of my favourite yeah, yeah. shit. I put it on and this is be that same. This amazing. is the same. Amazing, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, what did you think? Please let us know in the comments down below or email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. We should be back with more content very soon. Obviously, there has been a hiatus from me being ill and Gaz obviously hasn't been able to see me. So do not worry. We've got plenty of stuff lined up and a few surprises for later this year as well. Speaking of surprises for later this year, you kind of said that you'd met with the other half of Tell Me Again podcast. Do you want to tell people what Tell Me Again is, if they don't know, and maybe what the surprises uh, Yeah, be? Tell Me Again is me and uh, Dan Bibby, uh, Star Wars extraordinaire. Um, and we we take uh, a, a, a book or a comic or, or, a, or a film and compare it to remakes or uh, reimaginings that have... That have uh, that, that have, have happened. Jay has guested on one of our shows. We did the Killing Joke comic against the film. We've done... You've done Fifty Civil Shades War. of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, which was... It was an interesting read. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey compared to the, the film. Civil War compared to the film. But we've also done uh, Green Day's American Idiot album compared to the stage show. My uh, favourite is still you watching the NFL Super Bowl Oh yeah, yeah, and playing the Madden version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that Madden Bowl, Madden Bowl is brilliant, and I really do think you should do it every year. I know it's a pain to edit, but <laughs> it was fucking great. I don't edit it. I don't care. I know. Yeah, uh, we will have more episodes out in in 2022. Maybe one will be a Madden Bowl. Maybe yeah. one won't. It will. <laughs> you did. Um, you did a Grinch one as well, didn't you? We recently? did at Christmas. We did uh, a Grinch comparing the the book, which is fucking amazing. Read the book; it's great. Uh, oh, comparing the book? The, I haven't listened to it yet. So, so yeah, we took the Grinch book um, and the two films, the Jim Carrey film and then the... Uh, New one with... Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. one. But then also we found uh, the 20-minute the, the animation. You know, the one is, that's in, that was one I grew up with. It's in the, in this, that scene the one that's in Home Alone. The one that was in my home. <laughs> when you were alone. When I was alone. That's, um, that was the definitive Grinch. Yes, yeah, so which I, I thought was really, really fun. And the, some of the, the songs in that are really great. You're a mean one. Mr. <laughs> Grinch. Oh, yeah, that it's was great. Uh, but yeah, we've done that. Watch, uh, listen to that. It's it's Boss. We open our Christmas presents live on it and we got each other the same... Um, we got each other the same uh, universe presents. Um <laughs> Yeah, this the same sci-fi universe presents we got each other. Different presents, <laughs> but within the same sci-fi universe. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, of all the sci-fi universes. Um, but yeah, listen to it. We're, we're dead funny. No worries. Thank you for being on the pod. Thanks for having me, Jay. You know, um, and yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Keep talking nerdy! Community was born three, they still believe, and that's the magic number. What does it all mean?